This is Joanna Jatelis, and I'm the editor of Club and Resort Chef. It's no secret that COVID has caused massive disruptions across the food service industry, but the oft-quoted line about not letting a crisis go to waste has never been more relevant, especially for our guest on this episode of Club and Resort Talks, sponsored by Miners. James Allen is the executive chef of Blackthorn Club at the Ridges. He was actually the first person in his county to test positive for the virus. As Chef recovered, he put his creative brain to work, reshaping the club's culinary program for the better over the long term. Thanks for joining us today, Chef. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Let's catch up. How have you been for the past few months? Last I saw you was at Chef to Chef. Uh, So things have been good. You know, we obviously had the downturn that everybody else had. I had COVID. At the beginning Um, of all of this, at what stage did you get it? I was the first person in Washington County, Tennessee, uh, to test positive. Yep. Uh, So because of that, we kind of had to close down the club. Um, And then, yeah, we reopened slowly. And of course, all the restrictions kicked in at that point. So how how bad was your case? Was it mild? Did you have any crazy symptoms? Um, I did have, I mean, you know, I woke up, felt like I got hit by a truck, um, did not feel good, low fever. And then chest was pretty tight. Like if I stood up for more than 30 minutes, my chest would really hurt. So I just kind of laid in bed, drank a lot of water, ate lots of veggies and about, I don't know, three or four days got better. By the time I got the phone call from the department of health, I was feeling pretty good. But then it was like 1045 at night. They called and said, hey, uh, positive results. And I just was kind of like, what? There's no way. Like, I, you know, you know, I felt it was kind of my responsibility to kind of tell the membership of the club uh, that I had uh, COVID. And so the stress from all of that, I think, kind of resurfaced. And, and it took me out for another couple of days. Um, but then I got better. So obviously, I'm here now. We're glad that you're better. <laughs> so what has been happening at Blackthorn Club? You said that there was a bit of a closure there. And did you then reopen with to-go programs? Or what, what, what happened after you reopened? Yeah, so we, we closed all indoor dining. You know, so we did a lot of to-goes. We would see 100 a night, easy, in to-goes, which was great. Kept us real busy. But we'd also kind of furloughed some of our staff at that time. So it was just the salaried employees. Um, so it was just me and my sous chef in the kitchen knocking out all this food. Uh, so that got a little little tiring because we were also doing the homeschool. So I would teach the kids in the morning. And then about 1 o'clock, I'd say, all right, I've got to go to work. And then I'd go until you know 10 o'clock at night. And so it, it made for long days. Um, but then we were able to bring the staff back on. Uh, we haven't had to really let go of any one person. So business has been able to pick back up um, so that everyone still has their jobs, which I know is a, a rarity uh, in these times, but we're super happy that we're able to do that. Now, is the business all on the a la carte side or are banquets and events coming back too? So we're doing some banquets and events. We're doing what we call the uh, lunch lady style buffets. So we're actually serving, you know, the people um, cutting down on cross-contamination. You know, we might actually carry this through moving forward for some events. Uh, we go through less food, there's less waste, we're in control of the product. It's, it's kind of a win-win. Now you did a presentation at Chef to Chef about with this like gravy fountain and you're kind of known for thinking pretty far outside the box and being really creative. How have you applied that sort of philosophy to pandemic life. And I really haven't been thinking or outside the box. It's more in the box. 
because I'm thinking, how can I do to go food? How can I do these things? Um, you know, the right way where the customer is still going to get a great experience. We just can't, you know, necessarily serve it the way that we normally would. Uh, so just a lot of, a lot of to go program, uh, things, you know, when this first started, we did the staycation is what I called it. Uh, cause you know, everybody was stuck inside their house. And so we would just change up the theme each week. You know, we did a Mexican fiesta, we did an Italian feast, uh, we did the fortune cookie. So it was all Asian themed, uh, you know, just try to keep it different and, you know, so that they, they could enjoy the club. They could enjoy their membership because we don't want them to drop that. Um, but still get something different each time. But we still have the menu offerings. So if they wanted, you know, a burger or a club or the Borson chicken or a filet, we could do that. But we wanted to give them multiple options. Everybody talks about all the negative things that have come as a result of this pandemic. Have there been any silver linings for you or for Blackthorn Club? Uh, for me, yes. I've gotten to spend more time with my kids. Work-life balance has been better. I've gotten projects on the house that I would never have time to do. You know, I feel like I've been able to focus a little bit better uh, on my craft. But, you know, being in the club industry, I think it's, we're, we're not in a bubble, but we're certainly a little more cushioned uh, than some other places. And, and again, that to me is a silver lining. What about for holiday plans? What's, what's, on, what's on the docket for, for holidays at Blackthorn Club? So we always do uh, turkey takeaway and then holiday holloway. And it's, it's always been big. So we're actually closed Thanksgiving day. We've always been, you know, we do the turkeys, we do uh, the beef tenderloin. We've got all your sides and all that good stuff. And in years past, I've given my staff the day off. I come in, I heat it all up. And then we just, you know, usually a server or two servers will just push out all the food kind of just in, you know, quart containers and aluminum trays. But this year, because the program has gotten so big over the past 10 years, it's all cold pickup. So I get Thanksgiving day off, but that's another silver lining. Uh, but so yeah, turkey takeaway is going to be huge. We've already picked up more orders than uh, we have previously at this point in the month. So we, we anticipate it to be really big. How many orders do you usually do? I know I make 10 gallons of gravy. Oh, hold on. 78 turkeys, 18 beef tenderloins, uh, sorry, 11.375 gallons of gravy. Uh, Excel spreadsheet is my best friend when it comes to this. Um, That's awesome. So I know that I needed 14.5 gallons of mashed potatoes, um, 11.5 gallons of sweet potato casserole. Uh, so yeah, we're definitely going to exceed that this year. How many members do you have at Blackthorn? So we've got about 500. Uh, we've got about 300 dues paying and then about 200 uh, dining members. What about for Christmas? Will you still do any sort of holiday events like that? Yep. So we do the same uh, kind of concept of uh, the turkey takeaway, but we call it holiday holloway. I think it's a little bit nicer, not so home style. Um, you know, so we'll do like Manchego and Brussels sprouts and uh, honey glazed or honey uh, goat cheese carrots and, you know, just things like that where it's a little bit nicer, but it's still heat friendly, like reheat friendly. Are you noticing the orders this year are smaller? Are families, does it seem like families are, are not traveling or not having those big gatherings and maybe there's like a higher frequency of numbers, but lower order sizes or no, there's no trends to identify yet? No, no, certainly a lot of them are smaller, um, but then you'll have those couple outliers uh, where you have, you know, just a massive order and you're like, 
okay, well, you're not adhering to the rules, but that's Stay on you. Stay for so, two weeks, please. Yeah, and we saw, we, we saw a lot of that in Easter and Mother's Day, too. You know, it would be a lot of small orders. Mm-hmm. You know, you could tell it was two to four people, and then you get that just giant one. And you're like, right. oh, okay, no, that's good. That's, that's on you. So, Do you have any big CapEx plans in the future for 2021? That pizza wagon that we saw at the Shaft Conference, I want one so bad. Uh, and so... I've kind of been, you know, putting together a little proposal and all that, but it looks like it'll pay for itself uh, in a year and a half, which is fantastic. Uh, so, you know, just kind of putting that in front of the owners and seeing what they think. Uh, but hopefully it's a go and we'll be able to do that. If you could go back one year and tell yourself something about the coming year, say you had a crystal ball in 2019, what would you tell you today about the coming year? Well, first, I would say buy Amazon stock. Solid advice. That, <laughs> I am kicking myself because I actually was looking back in February and I was like, I think I'm going to get some. And it was, I mean, super high price, right? But like, it's, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think early on, there were a lot of people that were maybe a little negative, a little scared uh, of everything that was going on. Uh, and so, you know, especially when I got my positive results, there was a little bit of negativity um, directed my way. Um, you know, I would tell myself, hey, don't sweat that. They're just scared. That's all that is. Um, because the overwhelming amount of support that I got from the membership, from my friends, from everyone, really overshadowed that negativity. So what about plans for 2021? Let's say that a vaccine happens and things start to reopen. Do you see banquets coming back? Do you see a la carte surging? What do you think is going to happen next? I think the first three to four months of the year are going to be a big question mark uh, for a lot of people. And then really after that, I think the floodgates are going to open. Um, that's kind of how we've created our budget. Uh, super skinny on the front end, but robust on the back end. Uh, we expect there to be those makeup weddings, those, you know, one year anniversary uh, receptions and things like that. Uh, so I really do think it's going to pick up. I think the, the vaccine is going to come through. It's going to, everything's going to get back to more or less normal. And then our membership is just going to keep on supporting the club like they've been doing. Do you think there's anything, any programs that you've started or philosophies that you've adopted that will stick when things go back to normal, if there is such a thing? I think one thing that, that I look at is that work-life balance, right? I mean, we're, as chefs, we're so used to working those 60, 70-hour weeks, you know, and that's the norm. Um, and the funny thing is, even before this happened, in, in January, February, March, I was kind of rethinking that approach to, to life, um, saying, hey, why can I not work 45 hours or even 40 when it's a slow week and enjoy the time with the kids and enjoy the time with my wife and, you know, my friends and things like that. So that's my new approach is, you know, instead of trying to just attack the food and beverage program, like a shotgun, right. And just try to do everything for everyone. Let's laser focus. Let's make sure we do what we're good at and let the other businesses that do all the things we're trying to do, let them take care of that. And so then, you know, we're not, we're not killing ourselves just to, to get that $1. For more podcasts, check out our site, clubresortchef.com. <laughs>